I'm Jazz. And this is Kay. And welcome to the Between Friends Podcast, where every other Friday, me and my girl like to catch up during what we call the happy hour. Ain't that right, friend? Oh, that's definitely right. So we want you guys to grab a glass of your favorite drink, sit back and relax, and enjoy the conversation. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? You know, I, I, I'm good, friend. I got, you know, two two glasses sitting here in front of me. So I'm going to be good. I'm going to be good. Mm, two glasses of that that damn fucking Moscato. Uh, no, no, <laughs> no. This this go a little harder than the Moscato. Oh, okay. Oh, well, listen. Um, look, guys. Before we even start, let me just tell you. Plus, I left all my Moscato at your house, and it's gone in the damn trash where it belongs. <laughs> 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 so let, let me tell y'all. <laughs> so I cooked dinner for my friends. Damn. Um, and it was. Friend, how did you think about the dinner? Was it good? The dinner Damn. was phenomenal. I felt like I was at a five-star restaurant. Um, ooh, ooh. It was a three-course meal. And yeah. when I say friend had me eating things that I don't even eat, mm-hmm. that's how you know exactly. it was good. Exactly. And so, well, you know what, friend? I'm very glad to hear that. I'm so glad that I could, um, you know, it's like a mwah, chef's kiss. And I... I y'all y'all will learn and we'll talk about food you know if y'all you guys keep listening to us i am a chef i will i would like to call myself a chef but um let me just tell y'all about the wine that (laughs) friend brought over now friend is a, a a wine connoisseur I have definitely picked up some some good um brands from her i do love her wine yes I am more like when I do drink wine, which Chardonnay is my go-to. So I would have a bottle of Chardonnay at any time. Um, But, you know, I'm not like a sweet type of girl. So you won't find any Moscato in my fridge. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, Fran brought over some Moscato and um, after the dinner and stuff, like a few days later, that was what I had in the the fridge i ain't want to go to this damn store so let me just try the moscato again <laughs> knowing that i don't like the damn shit well y'all i just want to let y'all know that i was, was hung over time around oh no oh, friend, friend i was hung over as soon as i took like i i so i poured one glass now i did pour big glass because that's how i do my wine right the you know what i mean because bigger the glass yeah. the better Exactly. Um, and you know, my tolerance is real high. Um, but the Moscato gave me the worst headache fucking ever. And it's like, I never get that shit with Chardonnay. But what the hell? Just I, I don't even know. So I, I threw that shit all the way away, like in the bottom of the damn trash can. Like this shit got to go. So friend, next time you bring Moscato over, just go on and take it home. If you gladly. don't finish the bottle, <laughs> gladly. I would sure gladly take, take it home because let me just tell you right now, <laughs> you know, I can drink a whole bottle of wine myself. So, yeah, next time I'll just, you know, carry, carry it on back home in my Louis Vuitton purse. Exactly. Carry it on back home. Mm-hmm. I mean, y'all, I can drink like, you know what I'm saying? Like or chicken. Yes. 
you know, tequila, um, Tito's. Always, always got somebody uh, taking shots of Tito's. Exactly. Like, I mean, what the hell? Yes. And I don't like mixed drinks because, you know, it, it can really, like, fuck you up and, like, whatever. But um, the Dismoscato took me out. Half yeah. of the glass took Laid me out. Flat out like Ali? With a whole headache. Mm. So, hell no. But, friend, again, I mean... All I say all that to say, I'm so glad that y'all enjoyed yeah. um, dinner. Um, I love you guys. And so, you know, I just wanted we to. We love you. Yes. And, you know, that's that's the. I feel like food is like you know, the. Exactly. And that's that. That is a language of love. And so that was my love language to you guys um, because I love y'all. Um, but I think, friend, this is a perfect segue into what we wanted to talk about today. Am I right? Absolutely, because you, know, you know, friendships, mm-hmm. relationships, mothership's, relationships, hey, so situationships, situationships, exactly, situationships, situationships. Okay, it sounds like a there you go, twisted. and it is because because in situationships you can't be. It, 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 there you go, right? So ships. Uh huh. You know what I mean. <laughs> and y'all know how we feel about ships and being in the middle of the damn water. If you had listened to the last episode, um, which was <clears throat> episode four, so we are on episode five, and yeah. we're talking about relationships. And do they have an expiration date? Womp womp womp. Hell yeah, they got expiration dates. And, and anybody that says otherwise are, is probably in draining toxic relationships. Mm. They are they are definitely signs and people that 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 the the ship of whatever type of ship. So you can be in a intimate relationship, you can be in a uh business relationship mm-hmm. or um even just a regular, just, you know, a friendship. Right. Um, so you're saying that there are signs that we may have hit the expiration or we're maybe beyond the expiration. It's a little sour. It's a little curdled. Ooh, like, oh. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, think about it like that. Who the hell wants to have a, a relationship that's compared to old milk? Oh, hell no. <laughs> I mean, I don't like milk anyway. Mm-mm. And they get all clunky and stuff. Oh, hell no. Mm-mm. so y'all mm, I, I hate milk any type of fucking oh i just that it is just disgusting to me um but yes you're right and actually friend cameron said mommy um <laughs> daddy <laughs> friend laughing already because we're talking about milk and he was like mommy um i saw there was a gallon of milk in daddy's fridge and it was so old when I opened it. It was looking. It was just like dry. <laughs> <laughs> he ought to be a damn shame. <laughs> and Daddy told me to just throw it away. I said, "Well, yes, right. It won't nothing else to do with it, right? Exactly. Why? No other options. <laughs> Y'all over there wasting milk now. But um, yes. So, <laughs> so friend, tell me, um, have you? You know, experienced uh, uh, any type of like relationship or any ship where you felt like you know it was expired or 
Yeah, absolutely. What? Like I definitely have um had ships that you know were expired and I will definitely say um excuse me you guys sorry I had to adjust my headphones but um I would definitely say like my first ship that I had that probably stayed around way longer than it should have you know like I should have just like set it out to sea um or at least jumped off of it or something um <laughs> it's, it's probably like with my baby daddy um Mm-hmm. You know, I met him when I was 15. Um, and I think we were together roughly about 10 years, which should have technically been, let's see, should have been maybe five years. So it, I think it was like five mm-hmm. years past its expiration. And then mind you, like I had um I had my daughter, I think three i think she was like three when we broke up or something like that so what did that tell you like i i probably should have never even gotten pregnant by the man but yeah um absolutely i think that that was one um and then i've certainly had some friendships that you know some sometimes like especially in in friendships sometimes you know you have friendships that just fall by the wayside um and that's and and that's and sometimes that's fine too but then sometimes you have friendships that you know, you try to stay in, you try to, you know, work it out. Um, because, you know, gen- genuinely you like the person, you know what I mean? Else y'all probably would have never became friends um, in the first place. But, you know, I, this one particular friendship that, you know, I'm thinking about in my head, um, you know, I just think like, even now that the friendship is over, you know, not that there's any bad blood or anything, but now that the friendship is over, like I go back and I look and I'm like, oh, you know, I, I think I, you know, stayed friends with you a little too long. You know what I mean? Mm. So you, so you're saying that like in hindsight, you can see the signs mm-hmm. of the expiration kind of uh, settling in. Yeah, absolutely. And things I think getting a little curdled. Absolutely. And I think gotcha. that that is, you know, why um, I am so intentional now about who I become, who I call a friend. Uh, because of course, you know, we have people that we talk to and we associate with, but they may not necessarily be, you know, a friend. Um, right. And so, you know, I make sure that I choose friendships that I feel like, you know, are going to last one, but uh, hey, you, you just never know. But I think that you for yourself need to say, hey, if a relationship, whether it be friendship, whether it be, you know, a romantic relationship or a business relationship or sibling relationship whatever it is like there you go you know Mm -hmm. there needs to be you need to know within yourself how much you're going to put up with from somebody you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. because everybody has you know a breaking point or a a point where they're like okay I'm done but you need to know what that is and I think a lot of us we we need to kind of um pull it back a little bit because I think some of us have our I'm done point is is way way too long right Mm -hmm. and kind of like because yeah like you're you're knowing your boundaries Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. knowing um yeah have an agency over like not even agency over yourself I mean obviously you would have that but like being knowing yourself enough to know what those boundaries are and when a person and feeling comfortable enough with yourself and loving yourself enough to 
say, okay, this, you're kind of encroaching on my boundary and I'm not feeling that shit. So like, I need to back off. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. a lot of us, I think don't, um, to your point, we're not, we don't do that. We keep giving the benefit of the doubt. And I don't know if that necessarily, I mean, you know, we're not saying that that necessarily like makes you, um, a weak person or like, like it's bad, but, there are ways that you can um, kind of just listen to yourself and like trust yourself to know that like, okay, yes, it may hurt in that moment to let that ship go, whatever ship it may be um, and let that ship sail. You know what I mean? Um, So to speak, but like, a, it, it's going to be better for you, but we don't do that. I know I don't do that, friend. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I've I've definitely had times where I haven't done that. Like, what about yeah. you though? Like, are, are there um, some times that you could recall where maybe you should have let something expire or you allow mm-hmm. la- allow something to get like the milk that was in you know what I mean? Your son's father's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and that's not just. And let me just. <laughs> little uh asterisk there he <laughs> my son's father the, the milk probably just they won't drink in it so you know what i mean but um yes friend like and i think i'm more um when it the ship that i have um really i've gotten good at is the is friendships mm-hmm. um because I've always been one to only have a few, like very, very few friends. If, and if, I mean, maybe one or two. So you and Tosh, y'all is stuck. Okay. Um, but you know, friend, what if I won't be stuck? Well, I don't care. Okay. No, uh-huh, exactly. Um, so <laughs> look, y'all don't be, um, you know, don't, don't, use those same tactics. I mean, I can with, with this girl right here, but, uh, you know, y'all just, just a little side note, just be careful. But, um, um, what was I saying? Oh yeah. So I've had friendships that, or relationships with females who I thought were my friend, but, in the end, and I'm very, very loyal. So I, it takes me a long time to get there. But when I get there, it takes me a long time to get me out of there. It, so I'm, I'm given the benefit of the doubt multiple times. You know what I mean? Um, and so I think that over, over time, I've learned that, um, you know, bitches ain't really, bitches ain't loyal. These hoes ain't loyal. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> um, and, you know, sometimes it's like these bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. But, um, and I don't mean to be um, disrespectful to anybody. I'm just saying, you know, so I have been burned in the We're past. We're talking about personality, not actions. Exactly. Yes. Um, pers- bad personalities that have uh displayed behaviors that do not agree with uh, you know where i it, it don't aligned right. with what um i you know expected or or thought that the relationship or friendship was and so i have been burned so bad in the past when it comes to um having that the, a, a friendship is that so i'm very 
tight with like, or I'm very careful when it comes to me being friends with people and like really showing now all of me, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. So when when did you at what age did you realize this that there are, you know, that everybody's not your friend? Um, and you know, just because you meet somebody and vibe with them, that doesn't make them your friend. Like at what at what age can you say like you had that like aha moment of okay, yeah, mm. we, we cool, but we ain't friends. Right. Um so I will say that I began to notice that when I was in high school. Um, so what like I'm and when I'm talking about high school, like fresh in high school, like ninth grade. Um, I noticed that in ninth grade, like, okay, you're, you're not shit. Actually, friend, I can even go back (laughs) to, um, and I think we probably talked about it a a little bit a long, a while ago, but, um, you know, when I was going to school, people was looking at me like, bitch, what are you? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't, um you know, the popular person or whatever like that. You know what I mean? It was just like, okay, what are you? You look, you're brown, but you don't look black. You are, you look like you're Chinese, but why are you so dark? You know what I'm saying? And like, look at your hair. And you know, when we were going to school during that time, it wasn't like how it is today. Like you, there's, everybody's mixed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but like back then, shit, you was either white, black, or Asian. That's exactly. And if you were Spanish, I mean, shit, I don't even know where you would fall. But I just knew that I had, you know, those struggles or whatever. So I say all that to say, like, even in elementary school, I felt um, weird about being people's friends because, it was like, okay, we're cool and we're playing outside, but you literally was just saying that I have horse hair in my hair. You know what I'm saying? And so, but you know, I'm a kid, so I don't really know. I'm just want to play and be accepted. But then like, um, yeah, in high school, it started to kind of be a little bit more uh, apparent because of course people, they talk shit behind your back at this point. Um, and but then they're cool, like in your face or whatever. Um, I think that I really started to actually learn from it and not be naive, like, yo, okay, well, this is some shit right here. Like, mm-hmm. I know I'm being myself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I can't control what the fuck type of hair grows on my head. Like, I can't control what how chinky my eyes fucking look. You know what I mean? But I'm gonna tell you right now, like, I'm just a regular person, like y'all niggas. I'm a whole nigga like y'all niggas, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, but I think it was like after high school and kind of just working like in the real world um, to and a few friendships that I've had outside of that, um, that really kind of made me because I could see clearly like, hey, I'm doing these things for you or I'm being loyal to you and y'all bitches, why is you here? You're here because we you know um somebody to go out with or you know what i'm saying it just at the end of the day like i found and i had experienced things and behaviors from these people that were supposed to be my friends um doing some real fucking shady ass shit that i would never do you know what i mean 
And so I've always said, okay, well, and you know, I, I fuck with white people, but I said I would never be friends with a white girl and friend. What that gotta do with anything? I'm gonna just tell you because in my experience, white females who like black men and who like black things, like you know, this like the black culture, you have to be very careful because they and again my experience and i've had multiple experiences where i have been very close friends with white females and they um i would consider it or i guess the only way to describe it is like quote unquote they hate on you you know what i'm saying but it's really deeper than that because it's almost like they don't okay so you know you don't have to ass you don't have the thighs. You don't have the, the skin. You don't have the hair. You know what I'm saying? But you want to be noticed and you want to be um, loved and you want this this culture. You know what I mean? Do, do you follow me, friend? And you, when we go out, you're not getting the attention from Black males because you don't have those the those things that black people have, you know what I'm saying? You don't have that that swag, that 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 aura. You know what I mean? And so these people that I have been friends with that were white, they they was doing shit. They were acting out because of that. If that makes sense. I mean, it makes sense because I know that you know that's your experience. But I think we just want to be careful about saying like, you know white people like and i mean that and i'm not just saying like white people but like anytime i talk about something like i try not to generalize it because mm-hmm. i have not had experiences with all right white people or i have not yeah. had experiences with all mm. doctors i can only talk about the white people i've had experiences with mm-hmm. or the doctors i've had you know whatever the case may be so i don't think I don't think it's a, a thing of saying you can't be friends with, with white people or white girls. You couldn't be friends with those white girls. Yes. And so because let me, maybe I should. Is black women could be the same way. Oh, hell fucking yeah. Yes. I would say maybe I should describe it as, yes, it was a certain type of, it was a certain personality type of, of that white female, or maybe it was a certain, you know, um, they were just after something that they did not have. And in that, um, quest that they were after, you know what I mean? I'm here. I am. I'm just like, Hey, I, I love you for you. When in turn, they are not, they love me because I can, I'm a, a a vessel to bring them maybe what they desired at the end of the day. If that makes sense, you know what I'm saying. Um, and so, so when they were like, you don't feel like you've had friendships with black women that was like that. Um, I would so yeah, sort of, sort of. But let me tell you, my friendships with black women have been a little bit skewed because it's like, am, 
I'm not black enough. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, which kind of uh, put me in a position where I've, and this is how I've had experiences with different type of white women. Right. Now, uh, now I will say I do have a, a friend um, that I, I love her dearly. She is white, but she's she is white white. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> and you you know who I'm talking about, friend. Mm-hmm. But like, you know what I'm saying? And so we are cool because we're friends. She's not your friend, but okay. But I, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm I mean? saying? Like, you know, because I'm your friend. No, of listen, like friend, never, friend. But, ain't like, nobody gonna ever replace friend. It's, it's me. The word friend is you, yes, friend. Yes. Okay, all right. That's Sorry. what I'm going. Okay, Sorry, listeners, I had to clear that up for you guys. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I feel about. It. Listen, because and we'll we'll get there about the loyalty and and how loyal the fuck I am and possessive I am about the people that I fucking love. But um, just to kind of like go back into you know the black females yes i have experienced that and that has been my experience most of my life you know what i'm saying and so i don't think that i have been very close friends with black women until my adult age like hmm, okay yes and it's really really crazy and not saying that I've, you know, but, never wanted to be friends with, but it's just, yeah. And I, and I really don't honestly think that it's crazy because of, like you said, like maybe back then a lot of black women didn't see you as a black woman. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. now, you know, right. So, right. So right. They, you had that going on. But so, look, they friend, but they looking at, well, she got a big ass. So, oh no, you a threat. And it's like, bro, let, let me tell y'all something. <laughs> I don't. No, no, no. It's not a threat at all because I'm not that type of person. <laughs> so, listen. But that was back then. And I was just would like to tell them ladies. If I had to go back to be like, look, y'all, it ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's no threat. Like, I am, here I am. This is just me. I'm fucking weird as fuck. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm cool as shit. I think so. I mean, I agree, friend. I mean, yeah. I feel like, you know, after getting over the part where, like, you scared me. Um, I what feel, you mean? <laughs> like, I'm talking about, like, when I first met you. Like, oh, oh, oh. Um, my friend, you scared me, too, so I ain't gonna say <laughs> I mean, I probably really, I probably still scare you, but. Um, yes, sometimes. No, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I would definitely say, like, say, mm-hmm. um, you are, you know, definitely a cool person. I know for me, like, mm-hmm. it wasn't. Like when we became friends, it wasn't like a, um, like it was just something that just happened. You get what I'm saying? Like it right. wasn't like mm-hmm. a premeditated. We got to be friends, you know. Type mm-hmm. of thing. Like it, you know, genuinely. Yeah. Like we genuinely became friends. You know yes. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and those honestly are the type of even like when I think about being in a relationship, you know. That that's how I like for it to be too. Like I like for it to be genuine, for it to mm-hmm. like to grow and develop, not feel forced. Um, right. Yeah. yeah. So, and that was look, friend, and the things that, and I tell you and Tosh all the time, like what really allowed, not allowed, what really like made me feel uh, comfortable being. Um, close to you guys is the consistently the the consistently the consistency (laughs) 
<laughs> um, you guys are consistently y'all. You know what I mean? And like whatever that fucking entails. Like Tosh always gonna tell you what the fuck it is. She is, you know what I'm saying? She might have like the mind of like a whole dude or whatever, but like she gonna tell you what it is. She's not going to sugarcoat shit. She doesn't. Um, it's not like a a girly, you know, oh, let's just get together and do each other's hair. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it's none of that shit. Like, and I love y'all for that. Um, but like with you, you're going to tell it how it is too. Now you will put that, you will take into consideration not a person, not all the time, but <clears throat> I've seen you do that. You know what I'm saying? But like, also, you know, you know how to say certain things that need to be said in a, in a way that it is, um, uh, what's the fucking palatable? If that, if that, yeah. is that a word? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, I can swallow the shit. A spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down, but your sugar is not like, it's like the natural fucking, like you might put some honey on the shit. So like if I put honey on fruits, yes, it's going to sweeten the fruit, but it's not as sweet as the fuck if I put dump, like, you know, a pound of sugar on that shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like, you know, it just helps a little bit, but I know that you have been consistent you got a smart ass fucking mouth everybody knows that shit you know what i'm saying pow, like, pow, when, pow. <laughs> you are not going to change that shit for for no one and that's what i fuck with i fuck with that that because i know what i'm getting into you know what i mean because i i'm like that too yes i am consistently crazy but hey at least you know that about me you know what i'm saying but that is also that brings me to a point because like wow that's you know something that you love that, that mm -hmm. you know what i mean some people might be like oh hell no that's enough for me to you know what i mean in the now. in in a friendship or in in yeah. a relationship you know yeah um and mm -hmm. so when you think about and and i think th those are all good things to know because now you know like if it ever become something other than that now you got to start thinking about okay can this friendship continue on um mm -hmm. right there saying? you go yep yeah so it's like yep. i know like for me when i think about like some of the relationships and, and friendships and stuff like that that i've had and i think about for me what ultimately ended those things is you know like you said not being loyal you know yeah. lying not giving me the same energy that I give to you because like you said I, I mean I'm I'm lawyer as fuck you know what I mean but mm -hmm. if you know what I mean I have it has to be both ways you get what I'm saying like but if right. I feel like it's one-sided and I'm giving and I'm giving because I'm a giver I'm you know so I, yes, I'm gonna give are. everything mm -hmm. that I have you know what I'm saying but if I don't ever feel like you can give back to me then that you know that's, that's a relationship that I will ultimately have to end because I can't pour, I can't mm -hmm. keep pouring into you because what it should be is that I keep your cup full, you keep my cup full. You know what I'm right. saying? And that's in mm -hmm. any type of relationship. Like I said, whether it be friendship, you with your man, your girl, whoever. Like, you right. and I should be constantly filling each other's cups up. That way it never goes empty. Um, 
and and that's why like when people say oh you know it need to be a 50 50 relationship hell no i don't want 50 percent. i need i need everything because i'm going to give you a hundred percent of me and so i know that for me if i mm-hmm. feel as though that it's not a hundred a hundred then i know you know immediately that i can't stay in that relationship because i've been in relationships where I have been given a hundred percent and I've only mm. received 50%. You know what I'm saying? How did, and how did you end those friends? Like, how did you, how did you walk away or back off from, you know what I mean? So a lot of times in situations, so a lot of times when I think some people know. Yeah. Okay. So ultimately when it is time for a relationship to end like say when we say when we use the word relationship we're not just talking about romantic relationships yes um most of the time both parties know but either it's one party doesn't want to be the bad person say hey i feel like we need to end this or you're both thinking okay you know maybe eventually it'll just you know sizzle off so like for me you know I think in my in the last friendship that I had and and this happened where I felt like I was giving 100 100% I was only getting 50% back uh it was a uh, it just it like dissolved itself you get what I'm saying I didn't got gotcha. to do anything like it just dissolved itself because that person I felt like felt and knew that it was the end of the friendship and so we just stopped talking to each other Mm, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, you know, when it came to to of course, like my baby daddy, of course, we we just had to end the shit. Um, and I can say like I was able to end it and it and I was good, you know, and I think it was because I had got to the point to my point where okay, this is it, like anything over this, anything over this line, I'm drawing a line. If anything over this happens, then it's over. And you know what I mean? Something happened mm-hmm. and it was over. You know what I'm saying? So like mm-hmm. I I'm for me, it's I'm not about being in friendships, relationships, sisterships, brotherships, siblingships. I'm not into being in any type of ship that does not mm-hmm. give me good feelings, good vibes. Like if I feel like I have to overwork. Uh, you know, to be, you know, in a ship with you, or if I have to um, put up with, you know, uh, I don't know, like put up with things that I know that mm-hmm. I, I'm just not worthy of, then I'm I'm not going to be, be in a, you know, ship with you. Like, like that's just, mm-hmm. it. you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm about to be 36 years old. Like I know what, what my breaking point is. I know what I'm going to accept and what I'm not going to accept. Like even like the last guy that I was messing with, like, you know what I'm saying? You ultimately, I was too much for him, you know, and he decided that sure. he was not able to, you know, continue on with the relationship, and that's cool, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, of course, now he want to come back, but mm-hmm. I, I don't even have those feelings for you no more. You get what I'm saying? Because right. once it was over, I was able to reflect back, and I was like, you know, hey, I, I don't, you know, unless you are able to rise to the occasion, because I'm not going to lower myself down, but unless you're able to rise to the occasion, I, then we we we. It, we're never going to be mm-hmm. out of out things. And so yeah. It's never going to be a good, you know, relationship. So do you feel like, um, it's easier to uh, like cut and I can't say cut somebody off, but like, end. so you've realized, um, that, you know, Hey, this is not working for me no more. Do you feel like it is easier to 
verbalize that to a romantic partner versus a um like a platonic you know a, like a friendship no because i treat it all the same because at the end of the okay time, you know what i mean all relationships should be nurturing um mm. you know to you in some type of way so mm. you know because i know listen i'm not gonna if i feel like i'm at a point i gotta walk on eggshells around you or I have to deal with your like passive aggressive aggressive behavior. Oh, I hate feeling, that. Yeah, or feeling like you know what I mean. I'm being isolated, or I'm by my you know what I mean. Feeling like I'm by myself in the uh, in the ship. Then no, like I don't. It, it's 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 no difference to me. I, yeah. I would treat my friends just not you know. What I mean, I, honestly, probably so. I'm going to treat my friends just like I would treat treat my man when it, yeah. when it comes to knowing if it should be over. And I have no problem vocalizing that and, and telling you you know what I mean mm -hmm. hey I feel like we've reached our point we need to go our separate ways you know and I mean and and what and I and what people need to understand is that just because you choose to go your separate ways that doesn't mean that you're a bad person that doesn't mean that that person's a bad person that just means that you guys have came to this point and there's nothing further beyond this point for you guys and so yeah you know what I mean rather than drag somebody along that you no, shouldn't even be going with you to the next level or to you know what I mean the next space in your life right just let it go that is very hard friend um I think and the reason why I had asked you that is because I think that in my experience it it has been easier for me to um and I'll say quote unquote ice <laughs> it's been easier for me to ice uh, a, a person who I is who I've been friends with. Um, I'm not saying uh, you and Tasha are not including this, um, but I think that I have. It's been easier for me to just kind of let go of uh, platonic relationships versus romantic relationships, and I don't know if it's because maybe you know I've invested maybe a little bit more. Um, you know, it's like a love thing kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like a romantic love. So um, I think that I've worked a little bit harder to keep a romantic relationship afloat versus like a friendship. But I say all that, you know, I say that to say like this, that's something that I'm like learning now, like where I have two people who mean so much to me that I wouldn't treat you and Tosh like that you do you see what I'm saying um like I will obviously fight you know to like maintain you know but I, I think that we and I also believe that um if you really have friends that know you like really know you they if they need to check you the checking is not um I don't ever feel like you've checked me before, Tasha's checked me before, and I've never felt um that it came from a bad place. I know that it came from love. You know what I'm saying? So I've ex I would accept that shit. Like I, I don't ever feel like I need to fucking argue with you or call you a bitch or you know what I'm saying. So I don't ever feel like that. But I don't know if maybe just me being, you know, having have been in, in a in a relationship for so long or having been in relationships for a very long time where it's like it's certain shit that I be that I have let like people you know niggas get away with you know what I'm saying 
Mm-hmm. But that and that's a that's actually a great question. And I mean, and and even if we don't have time to, yeah, we may know, not explore it. You know, all today. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. eventually, do I would love to come back around to this because yes, that that that's something that should be explored um, yeah. as to why you would hold the value of those relationships differently, mm-hmm. um, and while you know why you would allow a man to do more harm and you know and, and continue to be with him and we're not saying like like she's with somebody that's doing harm or anything i'm just talking in general but yeah like, yeah, you know, yeah. Why, why do we allow a man to do mm-hmm. more harm to us than our girlfriends you know because i because think a lot of females more th- you know what i'm saying like i don't think that that's like an uncommon thing you know oh, what i mean yeah, absolutely yeah. Not. Mm-hmm. no yeah I, I really feel and i mean I, and i think that that's something that we need to address within you know, that the, the, yeah, within the women's um, community because like you said like you know your friend can do the same thing that your your man did but it's acceptable for your man to do it but it's not acceptable for your friend to do it but why you know what i mean if it's, it's if it's not acceptable for her or him then why should it be acceptable for him or her on the other end you get what i'm saying and see for me exactly I, I, i'm i'm where they're both held at the same standard mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so that's why i know for me if uh, if my friend uh, if my man did something that I, my friend did and i reprimanded her for doing it not reprimanded but i told her about it i'm gonna tell him about it too yeah I'm not allow him to get away with it so that's why yeah. I, say I see it all the same yeah, whether we in a, a romantic relationship with each other or whether we're in a friendship with, with each other, and there are certain things that I know that I'm not going to tolerate anymore. Right, and if you do those things, then the friendship is over. Now, I'm not saying that it has to be a you know one strike you out type of thing, but what we're not doing is I'm not playing baseball with you though. Like it ain't gonna be no three strikes hmm. because I feel like after the after the first time and then we talk about it. If you're not consciously making an effort not to do it again, then I, I have to I have to go. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. if you're gonna do it the second time, you're gonna do it the third time, the fourth and you, time, and time exactly. Time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel and and that's why like I'm so like. I don't know. Like I, I just feel so good knowing that, Hey, I don't have to put up with this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I, it, it just makes me feel some type of way. Like, I don't know, like, mm-hmm. and I don't even know even when I got to that point, to be honest with you. But like, mm-hmm. I just know like within the depths of my soul, like there are things that I know that I deserve. And if you can't supply them, then I know that I can't be with you because I'm not going to allow myself to receive anything less than what I deserve because I know that I'm going to give that and I know that I mm-hmm. deserve to receive it in return. So. <laughs> yes, ma'am, and you surely do. And I think I, you know what I mean? Like I, I feel like I have been that way with um friends and mm-hmm. in, in a in a platonic, you know what I'm saying? I I feel like I have been very um black and white with here are my boundaries. Like even but when I become friends with somebody like up front, you know what I mean? If we're talking, like trying to get to know each other, because it is kind of like you're talking to a romantic partner and trying to get to know them. Mm-hmm. Um, just like you're a business partner. We'll, we're going to talk about uh, work relationships as well. But um, just to quickly touch on it, like I, I feel like I know that I my uh, boundaries and here's what I 
here is how I am. And hey, I'm just letting you know. So if this is the type of person that you're looking for as far as like a friendship, because, you know, girls can be very clingy. And I'm just I'm not that type of girl. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And so I would say that shit up front. But, you know, the the clinginess, if it starts to show is like, and I I can clearly separate that shit and be like, oh, I, I identify this. All right, let me just back off a little bit or let me say what I need to say and and to try to like say, hey, you're looking for something from me that I can't give you. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not going to give it to you. But when it comes to like romantic relationships, I'm just learning now, you know what I mean? To be like more like that. Yeah. Have, I mean, have those hard lines. You got to yeah. have some gray areas sometimes, but most of the time when it comes to you, when it comes to like me as a person, I need to have those hard lines. Yeah. And that's, you know, and that, and that's why I feel like, you know, at the beginning, like you were saying, like, you know, when you are in a friendship, you know, sometimes like, I mean, we don't always have like the necessary question, the necessary conversations that we should have right. at the beginning of ships. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, yeah, I'm talking about like mm-hmm. relationships and friendships, like mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's what do us more harm than good in the end. Mm-hmm. Because, like you said, if if we sit down and we, you know, and not saying that you got to the first day you meet somebody, you got to sit down and have like a, a boom, 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 like they in a in a job interview. But technically, it is what it is. You get what I'm True. saying? Like you you got to ask those questions so that way you know. Okay, this is like like you said, is this somebody I want to be in a friendship with? Is this somebody I want to be in a relationship with? You know what I mean? Like, how do you handle certain things? Or yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, I don't like I've been how, how 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 you move around people, you know what I'm saying? Like, even if we're at all at a bar, how how do you navigate and, and socialize at that bar? Like, are you the girl and or male? You know what I'm saying? Uh like just doing all types of shit just to try to get attention. Like, is you, you know what I mean? Like, are, how are, how are you acting and navigating? So yes, yeah, I follow you. I'm I'm there, mm-hmm. and that's why I think you, before you can even know when it's time for a relationship to expire, those are right. things that you you have to resolve. You know, first, you get what I'm saying. Yes, and those are things that you should know prior to even getting into these ships. So, just to kind of sum it all up, friend. You should know what type of ship it is to understand what the expiration date is going to look like. Because if you think about food, so if you get some like fresh produce, like me and you, we love getting our romaine lettuce and you know what I mean? Like our Mm -hmm. organic strawberries and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. That shit ain't going to last that fucking long. Right. Versus a can of something, which is considered a quote unquote non-perishable item. But what what goes into making that canned food? Not exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How much more work goes into that shit? Yeah, and I mean, and and just because it's non-perishable, that doesn't mean it's good for you either. Exactly. So let's talk about work relationships, <laughs> business partnerships. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm friend um you know my you have witnessed from start to now 
because <laughs> I can't say finished, but from like the beginning to present day, my relationship with my job. You've seen the ups and downs. Um, I can honestly say, looking back, I think my uh, relationship with my job had expired a long ass time ago. Um, but you know, just like how I, I think uh, uh, approach romantic relationships is the, um, I need to make sure that I've done just, I know that I've absolutely done everything that I could to make it work. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and yeah. And that's not how it really should be. You get what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. if it ain't working, it ain't working. No matter right. what you do, even if you feel like you've done all you can do, that doesn't mean that doesn't guarantee that it's going to work. So mm-hmm. you have to be careful about exerting that type of energy when you know mm-hmm. that it's just not going to work. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, like, I know for me, listen, I know for me, honestly, like, I know I was never made to work for nobody else, no way. So, right. It, having these corporate jobs yes they're good because yes i need to pay my bills absolutely and i appreciate Mm -hmm. you you know for hiring me Mm -hmm. but i know that i'm never gonna want to be in any type of job that i feel like i'm being degraded that i feel like i i can't speak to leadership and um in a way to kind of tell them hey you know you're not perfect these are some things mm-hmm. you need to work on as well. You know what I mean? I never want to, I never want to be in no, in that type of environment and, yeah. and you, because I, I know for me personally, I cannot sit there and see anybody be done wrong and not say anything. Yep. And so that's what make it hard for me. That's what, that's what makes it hard for me to work in a corporate environment because yeah. in a corporate environment, we see all types of shit. Like, you know, hmm. look at how much men get paid and how, and how much women and in, in compare comparison to how much, you know, women get paid or how many black women are in leadership roles hey, versus how many white women, are, white women are in leadership roles, you know, right. stuff like that grinds my gears, yep. which is why I know that I wasn't meant for the corporate world. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Because I'm always going to come up against those, those statistics and I'm always going to want to fight. Them. And, and yep. no, you know what I mean? And this is why I'm never going to be able to stay at a corporate job for long because, yeah. you know, at, at the mm-hmm. end of the day, Nobody wants to continuously work with the rebel because I, that's that's what I would be labeled. Yeah. I would be labeled as a rebel. So, like, I know for me, when I think about you know a job, I just think about you know what makes me happy, what I'm happy to get up and do. Like the moment that I'm I'm not happy getting up and doing it, then I I know that it's my time has expired. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I think, think I, I, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was going to say, and I think that, you know, that's what you need to to start recognizing mm-hmm. within yourself and listening to yourself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's not to say get up and, and quit your corporate job, but find something else to do within the corporation until you, you know, if, if you right. are planning on, you know, pursuing entrepreneurship or pursuing, you know, something else, you know what I mean? Just move to another a department. It doesn't mean that you have to leave, necessarily leave the corporate job, but why stay in a place where you can't grow? Yeah. And um, you definitely hit the nail on the head. Like, um, you know, you have witnessed me being that same, that very same person, like not 
um speaking up for for people who don't want to speak up or speaking on and calling out things that may not make sense you know what i'm saying um and even doing it in the most professional respectful diplomatic way all of that shit you know what i'm saying i i I gag at that because um that goes into you know losing your authenticity like losing you Mm -hmm. and i feel like i've uh realized probably in the last two years that um that's what was happening or that it has happened to me you know what i mean and so while again like you said very very grateful for my job and i think that um i i could i could no i can't do corporate um i'm doing corporate but I can't do corporate for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? Because I think that I would not be true to myself. And so I can't sit here and complain to you, friend, about, you know, shit that I'm saying that makes complete sense and not um, being heard by, you know, those who can make those decisions and like make those changes and stuff like that. Like I can't complain to you, friend, but I'm still, you know, there, you know what I mean? And I can't even think it to myself. Like, I like you said, I, I owe myself um to to just to know that hey, this is it is way past the expiration date, mm-hmm. like way past it. Um, and you do become and like some some ways that you can kind of like recognize for those who's listening who might be in this position. I think a lot of people are probably in this position, but like, yeah, when you feel like you just don't have that passion anymore for like what you're doing or whatever or you feel like you're kind of losing yourself and I think a lot of black women definitely go through that especially in a corporate um environment because I mean we're black women you know what I mean uh we gotta tailor our communication a certain way um we have to put on a, a face and, and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just go through, we got to do so much more just to achieve the bare minimum or to accomplish the bare minimum. And sometimes the bare minimum is fucking zero. <laughs> it's just getting through the day without, you know what I mean? Feeling like you about to pull your fucking hair out or your weave out or whatever, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, I think that now, you know what I mean? Within the last few years, I've definitely have seen that. And so, you know, I'm, you know, I'm doing the uh, necessary changes that I need to do or whatever to make it um, and not lose my job. Because that is a check that I need right now. Right. So, <laughs> so, and that's, that's, I think that's also why if we feel as though that we have, that we're at a job and we shouldn't be there yeah. but we can't immediately leave then we either one need to be looking for other jobs mm-hmm. either at that same company or outside of the company you get what i'm saying because sometimes it's it it may not be the right time for a few years but why mm-hmm. should you have to be unhappy for a few years you get what i'm saying yep and know y'all know your worth like whoo that is the biggest thing I think in any uh, ship that has expired. <laughs> know your fucking worth. You know what but I mean? 
but it, it's because it's it's when you don't know your worth that you allow things to right. allow these ships to go pa- way past this expiration date. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because exactly. if you know your worth, then you know that okay, th- this expired. Like I'm not gonna you know sit up here and waste my time on it. And I and mm-hmm. and that you know that's kind of going back to what I was saying you know earlier. Like I just I just know. Yeah, that I know that I know what I want. And so if you can't give that to me, then I, I can't continue to waste my time with you. You get what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. like I said, I, I think work expiration dates are real. And I think that we need to get out of this mind, you know, and I think and I don't know, like, is it is it something that maybe I like? Is it generational? Because, you know, when we think about like our grandparents or even, you know, some of our parents, uh, mm-hmm. we think about how they've been at their jobs for, you know, 40 and 50 years. And so and they may not necessarily have been at a job that they love, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I think that us it's it's, it's all about survival, um, mm-hmm. not living, but just surviving. And I think that once you get to the point where you're like, no, I want to live. I don't want to just survive. I think that's when you start making those key decisions about where you want to work at, how, you know what I mean? The type of environment you want to work in, because if you think about it, we're, we're at home. I mean, excuse me, not at home, but we're at work. Probably more than we're at home. You get what I'm saying? So why wouldn't you want to be in an environment if it's going to take you away from your home, your kids, your husband, your whatever? If it's going to do that, then why not be in an environment that you enjoy to be in? Yeah, you you are so right about that. And I think I know for me, um, and it's just maybe goes a little bit deeper than than this episode. <laughs> but, you know, people throw themselves into work because they want to get away from things at home um, or they just want to, I know for me, like, you know, we kind of touched on it when we talked about it in the last episode, like I wanted to feel as if, Hey, let me, I, I need this one win. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I but felt like, though. It, it, exactly. And that's, that's the fucking, uh, the catch 22, I guess, like you are, and maybe I don't even know if it's a catch 22. It's just, you fucking shouldn't do that shit. <laughs> but naturally you feel like you have more control in your work life versus your home life. Or I felt like I had more control in my work life versus my home life, but in actuality I had no control anywhere. And so it just was something that, hey, this is just me. It involves nobody else. Um, and it's just me. And I just, I need this win. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm going to go fucking hard because I know this job versus being um, open or being, you know, met with some shit that at home you may not know how to handle or navigate through those situations because you've never been in those situations you know what I'm saying and so I know that that's that was my thing and that that was one of the reasons why I threw myself into work however we're not gonna even I mean we talked about that last episode we're talking about ships and when they expire (laughs) like you said friend um a few minutes ago you're you know that you are your own boss you know what I'm saying? You know that you are put on this earth to own some shit and you know what I mean? Make some shit. You are the creator. 
you are not a consumer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I am that very same thing. And so I'm getting there. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, and, and I think that, you know, just being aware. Yeah. Making the necessary changes to exactly. get there. You know, that that's 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 what you need. You get what I'm saying? Like I said, it's, it's not to say that you got to jump ship tomorrow, but you just need to be aware of, you know, certain certain things that you know that is no longer benefiting you and exactly. just, just removing them. It shouldn't even be an argument about it. Uh, it's not it's not benefiting me but you know it's just been around for so long i'll just you know continue to keep it you get what i'm saying we're not gonna keep some old ass milk in the fucking fridge thank you You what you gonna keep it in there for right you keeping the milk there to make your fridge look like it has more like it's it's you know more filled up than what the fuck you know what i'm saying (laughs) like like what what's the purpose of it exactly you don't you ain't gonna keep some strawberries up in there fucking molding and shit right (laughs) exactly and that's the same thing when it comes to these ships like you know what i mean why you gonna keep something past this expiration date because what is it benefiting you what is it benefiting you yeah and i thought you so you said work and then i thought you named something else that you want to talk about though um, no, I think that that was it. Like, uh, we talked about our friendships. We talked about some really, now we're going to revisit the ship that is of relations. And we talking about that romantic, that intimate, you know, relationship, because that is a whole, um, that's a whole episode within itself, friend. And so that may even come up in season two. That's, that is something that, you know, well, let me write that shit down right now. Right. Because yes, because um, you know, yeah, that that is something. Like I said, it is. <laughs> we're gonna uncover a whole bunch of shit. That's Pandora's box right there. But I think that we touched on most of the ship, most of the common ships. I would say. And 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 one thing I can say is like when you think about all the ships, like I mean, and I and that's that was another thing I think. I think you wrote that down earlier is that like because like even when I think when you just said like we touched on the common ships like I just you know immediately thought about like just like our everyday ships you know what I'm saying and like you know how everything that we said how everything that we said applies to all of them you get what I'm saying like now one of them is not different from the other when it comes to it really isn't receiving what you should be receiving uh, from a ship so shit family ships or uh, you know the relationships between siblings (laughs) between listen we can go all day and all night um but you know we want to you know keep our um episodes and within a, a good amount of time um but we will definitely revisit this friend because again the romantic relationships and i think the family uh relationships is two huge things that we as people don't have those black and white uh lines and boundaries there's a lot of gray area and i feel like just like you said we should treat every type of ship that we have in our life uh the same because you're going to apply the same principles. You're going to apply the same uh, energy. You, you know what I'm saying? Like you're going to, you are you. You have your banners and shit. So yes, 
But when it comes to intimate relationships and then family relationships, I think those are the ones that have so much gray area. And you know, I got a lot about family relationships. (laughs) I mean, it's no gray area for me, but yes, definitely. I know. (laughs) Friend, well, see, you see, now I got a lot to learn and our listeners have a lot to learn. I mean, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it it used to be gray areas, but like you said, you get to a point where you just, you know what I mean, know that it's, it's, you know what I mean? Like, how how long are you going to continue to to be the same way? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you Mm -hmm. want your ships to change, then you got to change too. And then once Mm -hmm. you start changing, you'll start to see what ships are really for you and what ships really ain't. And, Mm -hmm. you know, where you're wasting your time at and where you probably maybe should be putting more time into. Exactly. Yeah, but I, I, I do agree that you know those conversations probably need to be had on their own um, yeah and you know to to give it a fair you know conversation so yeah hopefully you know this episode mm-hmm. you know was good you know icing you know on the cake hopefully mm-hmm. you guys you know are able to take away um some things like i said if you are it you know, and, and this is the, the beginning of 2021. So, you know, if you are in any relationship where there's any doubt of you being fulfilled in it, then I think it's worth a, a revisit while we're still at the beginning of 2021 so that you don't go through another 2020. Listen. Yes, ma'am. I am a hundred and hundred thousand fifty million whatever i'm here with you look because 2020 was some shit but we are in 2021 and um y'all niggas had a lot of time to sit there and think you know what i mean mm-hmm. like you were sitting with yourself um and with the people that uh you know you are in ships with mm-hmm. so um again reiterating what friends said if you are on a ship and you have doubt about that ship, let's sit down, think about it, reevaluate, you know, bring in whoever you need to bring in to discuss that ship um, and let that bitch sail if it needs to sail. Mm-hmm. Yep. Put, yeah. your, put your life jacket on and go. Put your, listen, or you, if you need to jump off the ship, yes, put your life. Now, Make sure that, you know, don't be out there just being in the middle of the fucking ocean because we done talked about this shit, okay? You don't want to just be out there. I now, mean, sometimes it may... You might uh, you might need to be out there in the middle of the ocean, though. Like, uh, being out there uh, in the middle of the ocean is, like, equivalent to being by yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, and sometimes, well, yes, sometimes okay. that, that needs to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes very right. you don't need no friends in the season. Maybe you don't need no, no boo in the season. That is true. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it, it, you have got to assess where you are and where you're trying to go and which ships is going to help you get there. Oh my God, ladies. Yes. You don't always need a Wilson. No. When you are on your life raft mm-hmm. of made of driftwood and fucking um i don't know uh seaweed if you in the middle of the pacific and it's dark as shit because listen i'm with y'all okay that mm-hmm. i am here right now 
and just drift in a little darkness to get to the light exactly you will see the light just you gotta look but that wilson that you have that you was about to fucking jump off your driftwood and um motherfucking uh what i said was holding it together friend and seaweed you was about to jump off that shit you know that was the only thing that was keeping your ass afloat you better jump off to save motherfucking wilson let his ass go okay because mm-hmm. that because that Wilson probably holding hold, holding you back you exactly. know what I'm saying you might you might not be drifting as long if you let Wilson go mm-hmm. and if y'all don't know what the fuck we talking about where have y'all been and it is cast away okay right we 2021 everybody should have seen that movie by now I hope that please God that, that was definitely yeah. one of Tom Hanks best movies listen he in another movie too I love me some Tom Hanks and 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 Leo, Leo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. Leo DiCaprio, where are you? I haven't seen you in, in a movie in a long time. I feel, I don't know why I feel like I just heard something about him. Like, I feel like, oh, I don't know. I have to look at, you know, Google yeah. is our friend. So I have to look it up on Google. But, you know, we mm-hmm. could talk about that at the. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. But yeah, on our own. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, um, yes, everyone, we appreciate it. And, um, yeah. Friend, I. I Look, think this is it. We out. Part that was part one. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we out. Bye bye. Thank you for joining us at this week's happy hour. We certainly hope that you enjoyed the conversation. And to continue the conversation, meet us on Instagram at Between Friends underscore podcast. If you have any topic ideas, you can email us at Between Friends Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. Oh, and don't forget to hit that subscribe button on Apple, Spotify, or any podcast platform you love. All right, y'all. We'll see you later. Peace, love, and nappy grease. <clears throat> <laughs>